You're listening to Leah and Alana watch The X-Files. Leah's seen it. Alana hasn't. I'm Leah. I'm Alana. Well, I wanted to start episode 11 off right. Wow, what a sweet sound. Mm-mm-mm, the sound of cracking a white claw on a Thursday evening. What flavor is that? Mm, this is black cherry. It's one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> Shout out to White Claw. Only Leah likes you, but you should sponsor <laughs> us. Uh, only if you want to. <laughs> I just happened to have some lying around the house, and I thought, you know what? It's a beautiful night for a White Claw. Hmm. Uh, it's one of the many I've, slogans I've been testing. What alcohol is in White Claw? Do you know? No. We don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's 5% alcohol, though, um, and that's it. I can, 5%. I can, 5% um, ingredients, purified carbonated water, alcohol, natural flavors, cane sugar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all we know is alcohol. <laughs> mm, just alcohol. I did think it was beer, which I also don't like. I've been told that's incorrect and that White Claw could never be a beer because mm-hmm. of, I don't know, beer stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine it has a very different um, process to create than uh, beer does. I, I assume this is simpler. They take, I guess, rubbing alcohol and carbonated water and a little bit of natural flavoring and some sugar, and I drink it willingly. Yeah, that seems about right. I don't know if this is an accurate summary of our podcast, but I feel like a lot of our podcast is, is me talking about things I don't like. I don't think you're wrong. Um, I think you talk about some things you do like, but I think that they primarily come down to Mulder, mm-hmm. Mulder in glasses, Yep. David Duchovny's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not even sure that you like the X-Files yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, been a... You like it enough to do this. But I wouldn't say that you're, that's like on your list of things. Yeah, I, that was pretty apparent to me when you and I found out that uh, David Duchovny had won Golden Globes for the X-Files, and I was shocked. Yeah. The fact that they were ever even nominated for a Golden Globe shocked they won, me. They won Emmys. I, actually, I don't think that David ever won an Emmy. I couldn't be wrong. Jillian Anderson didn't win an Emmy, though, for The X-Files, as she should, because she really brings a lot to the table in this show. I do think that I, I mean, at the beginning, when we were watching The X-Files, I think I enjoyed it a lot because it was kind of silly and and funny and campy, which I, I do like. I like that. But these past few episodes that we've been watching, I think, have been, like, surprising me in that they've been legitimately good or legitimately spooky Specifically, the episode we're talking about today was a legitimately spooky episode at parts. Um, This is episode 11, by the way, Eve, and Alana was finally spooked. I was. I, and not just the twins, like, I even thought that the beginning when the murders are happening, that was, like, legitimately kind of, I I wasn't afraid, but I thought it was, like, (laughs) well done. Yeah. 
the, I thought the scariest part um, at the beginning for me was the couple running that then like comes across the little girl and they find her dad dead. Uh, they had the exact same haircut. They did. I was fascinated <laughs> by their fashion. Just, just fasc- fascinated. It was quite something. I like could not get over it. So what happens in the very beginning is that uh, this couple finds this little girl. She says her dad's in the backyard. They go to find him and they find him dead. And he has two puncture wounds in his neck and his face is kind of drained in a way that's weird. So naturally, I was like, oh, this is going to be a vampire episode. But it was not a vampire episode. Nobody even, not even Mulder, thought about the idea of vampires even once. He was just like only thinking about aliens. Yeah. And he was off on that as well. (laughs) He was. And it annoyed me because I was like, does Mulder not believe in vampires? Because uh, this is classic vampire. Do you want me to answer? <laughs> Wait, does he say that later? Does he give his pers- perspective on vampires? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> there's vampire episodes later. Or rather, episodes where Mulder thinks it's vampires. So, All right, well, then why did he think this episode was vampires? I... I'm- Maybe there were just, it didn't check enough boxes. You know, vampires don't leave their victims on swing sets um, or something like that. I don't know. I, one of my favorite things is how often they use the word exsanguinate in this yeah. episode. Um, and specifically that the children say it quite often and seem to like know what it means. The first time I watched it, I Googled it. I was like, what? What does um, it mean? I assume it means like kind of like a bloodletting, but what yeah, does it mean? Yeah, it's like to drain of blood. Okay. Um, or to be drained of blood, something like that. Yeah. So why these children know this definition, um, I guess it's because they participate in it. Yeah, that um, should have been a t- that they were maybe not uh, as innocent as, yeah, as they see. I mean... I thought from the beginning there was something up with these girls because, like, they don't seem all that upset that their dads are dead. And for girls that are – I don't know that they say their age, but I don't know, they're, like, 10. You'd think they'd be pretty distraught, and they seem to just be fine answering questions about it very calmly with no emotion across their faces. Yeah, they don't show any emotion at all. Which is just a bad sign. It doesn't necessarily mean the kid murdered their parent, but it's just not a great sign. You know, you'd think no, something's up. Yeah. It would be like that kid's maybe a sociopath or um, will grow up to be one. I will say, jumping ahead a bit, that it takes Mulder and Scully a long time to realize what happened, what is happening. And I would say too long. I would Mm. say it's very obvious what is happening and they are just not getting it. Yeah. What? I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with some of this. (laughs) But like, okay, so these girls are clones of, uh, for, was it like a medical project? That they called yes, Eve, it was called and they're like the Litchfield 
experiment. There it the is. Litchfield There are so many of, of them at so many different ages, really. Or I guess most of them are older, and then there's this, like, new batch um, that one of the Eves decided to try and make. Am I remembering this correctly? Yeah, that's correct. They... As part of the initial Litchfield experiments, they created a bunch of clones. Most of the clones grew up to be kind of like insane psychopaths. But Mm -hmm. one somehow, and I'm not clear on how, became uh, like a doctor at an IVF clinic. And she was secretly creating new clones without telling the people that she was helping with IVF that that's what she was doing. So that's uh, how the new batch of clones happened. Right, because these kids' parents obviously were unaware and thought that they were just their children. And I don't think that the kids had any of their DNA. And somehow these two Eves, um, who I think actually probably have different names based on the fact that they have parents that probably named them. Um, Figured it out and both decided to kill their dads. Mm -hmm. And so they, they reunite and decide to poison everybody else. I don't, these are the scariest fucking children. (laughs) Like they are pretty scary. And as soon as they reunite, so one of the Eve's, who we think it's the bad IVF doctor Eve, but it's actually another Eve who is good and who's trying to help the girls not be psychopaths. She brings them together. She steals them away from wherever they are and brings them together. And they meet in person for the first time, although we're led to believe that they have been communicating telepathically up until now. So they know each other and they aren't surprised, but they meet in person for the first time And then they immediately have the exact same outfit, which is this red dress with a red coat. And it's like, how'd y'all plan this? Where where did these outfits come from? I don't understand how they got matching clothes. Like, I... They they telepathically shop together, I think, is the only explanation. And it is horrifying. It makes it so much worse. It's a good outfit. That's what I'll oh, yeah. say. Is I thought it was very cute, but yeah, they were scary. And then that's this is the woman that is trying to help them that then they poison um, mm-hmm. by putting it's some plant extract, right? Um, that a certain dose of it is lethal. And yeah. you put it in her soda. Because and, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And they know that because they know this kind of stuff because they're mm-hmm. horrifying children. <laughs> I don't know where they learned it. But they also learn how to exsanguinate. So uh, I guess they're capable of anything. You know what? Here's a question I didn't think of until right now. So they extangu- extanguate their fathers, <laughs> meaning that they drain him of his blood. What did they do with the blood? Because the, the, the police officers never find the blood. Did they drink it? I have to assume yes. Hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just thought, as you said, I have a new question. I was like, I know exactly what it is. I have the same question, and I don't have an answer. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Look at our ESP. It's stronger than ever. It's, Lana and I have been sending each other basically the same text messages right around the same time. Maybe it's the new moon, or maybe it's the upcoming Halloween full moon. Are we Eves? Yes. 
Aside from the fact that we don't know what exsanguinate is, um, or we didn't know prior to this, otherwise we f- we check all the boxes. Right, but we both didn't know, so. Right. Huh. I, did, I, did, I just looked at my notes and I realized my question when um, watching this about the poison was just when did they grow poison? <laughs> Which I think is also a fair question because they just have it. Like they both have this plant. I wish I could remember what it was because I actually think that it's fairly common. It's common. But how did they know it was poison then? I guess I'll adjust my question. Um, well, they just clearly know things. I I don't know. Do you are you Googling are, what it was? I am, yeah. But I was also wondering if you thought that people are actively cloning right now as we speak. Well, that's a good question because I did look up the Litchfield experiments after watching this episode because this seems like something uh, that might have been somewhat based on a real thing. I don't think we have any like solid proof of human cloning ever having happened, but there are certainly conspiracy theories that it has. But the Litchfield experiments specifically aren't a real thing. It was made up. Okay, that's good to know. I do want to read this sentence to you. This is from Wikipedia. When Scully and Mulder, we like, I've, I've hardly discussed them in this episode. The Eves are that fascinating. Um, meet Eve Six in the hospital and like explains the project and how um these clones have these extra chromosomes which is what led them to display superhuman intelligence and strength as well as homicidal psychoses which i just Mm -hmm. think is such an extreme side effect yeah you're gonna be super smart you're gonna be super strong oh and you're gonna want to kill everyone for no for seemingly no reason oh foxglove yes foxglove that's right i think that's fairly common like i think i think it's easy to find i think you're right but yeah you have to have a certain amount because as we see later they try to poison Mulder and scully when they're trying to save them and they're just idiots at this point everybody knows watching this episode that they are trying to help the villains yeah, so at the point that they try to poison Scully and Mulder, we already know that they have poisoned the older Eve who was trying to help them. Scully and Mulder know that, not that they poisoned her, but that she was poisoned by someone, and specifically by Foxglove. And they're they're driving the Eves somewhere, and they stop in, and they're going to get some sodas, Mulder orders all four of them Diet Cokes, which was a choice. I was like, Mulder, why are you ordering children diet sodas? I also, I mean, I I know that soda has caffeine in it, but it just seems like a weird choice for them not to get coffee. But I I mean, I I know that it's because they were going to put the poison in it, and so obviously Mm -hmm. they couldn't couldn't write the script as them getting coffee. But I find it unbelievable. I would – if I was tired – in no way would I order a Coke. Yeah. And the only reason that they have him ordering diet sodas is because he orders four and then the girls are like, uh, no, we want regular soda, not diet soda. So when he tastes his soda, he's surprised that it's so sweet because uh-huh. he thinks it's not diet. And then Scully tastes her, sold, her soda 
And and I was really hoping Scully was going to put it together. Like she's our girl. She's supposed to be on this, but she just says, "Mmm, tastes syrupy," and keeps drinking it. She's like, I I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if she's just like tapping into her motherly instincts in this episode, but she's just so about like protecting the girls and making them happy and like bonding with them. And I'm like, they're poisoning you actively right now. Please consider children as suspects in your case from now on. Like, (laughs) they are not safe. Yeah. But then Mulder happens, he goes back inside to where they ordered the sodas and he happens to see the remnants of the foxglove on the table where they poured it into their glasses. And then he... He doesn't know for sure what it is, but he picks it up with his fingers and then he eats it. Just sticks it right in his mouth. The note, the note that I, I wrote on this, I just want to share with you because I still think it's funny. I said, when I see a strange goo on the counter, I also lick it, Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, whatever you think it is, why would you do that? It's, a random countertop at a like roadside diner. No outcome is a positive outcome for you to put in your mouth. Like, <laughs> also, does he know what foxglove tastes like? Is tasting it helpful to him? Is he like, oh yeah, this is foxglove? Yeah, he's like, I've had this before. I don't know. It's a really stupid move. And um, if he does think that that's what it is, then it's like you're not wanting to ingest it like I guess there's obviously a certain amount that is okay for you to have without killing you but I'd say you're really testing the line by getting some extra and like god knows what that could have been it could have been not foxglove and just you know something even grosser but maybe not as deadly speaking of Mulder eating things I do have to say (laughs) All right, I'm ready. I did notice in this episode, after we talked about it on one of the previous episodes, that he was eating sunflower seeds in a scene. And it was extremely distracting to me because he was talking while he was chewing the sunflower seeds. Yeah, He just does it like as he goes about his day and like nobody really mentions it. I, If I were Scully, I'd be like, can he fucking stop? stop doing that while we're having a conversation. But no, it's like, it just happens and nobody really acknowledges it. And it is absurd that he's allowed to get away with this as someone who is not um, a major league baseball player, (laughs) which is the only acceptable profession in which you can be chewing sunflower seeds and going about your day. I wonder if he wanted to be a baseball player when he was a kid and that's when he started eating sunflower seeds, but then his sister got abducted, so he had to change course. <laughs> he had to change. He, um, he does like baseball. I think I can say that, and that's not a spoiler. Um, but you'll, you'll see it show up later, and I won't say more because that would be a spoiler, but you're going to like what you see. <laughs> oh, I hope he's playing baseball. <laughs> um, my lips are sealed. <laughs> oh, it's that's so really many. exciting. It's like seven seasons from now, but it's fine. I mean, maybe it's discussed sooner, but the specific instance I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure season seven. (laughs) I hope it's very similar to the vampires playing baseball scene in Twilight. Yeah, he plays um, 
Baseball with vampires, actually. It's the two things that you want to combine in one episode. Cool, cool, cool. Should we make a Twilight podcast spinoff? Um, I would love that. And also, <laughs> hey, if anybody out there was worried about Robert Pattinson getting mm. COVID, I'm here to say weeks later, you probably already know this, but he's fine. <laughs> he's Thank okay. He's back, he's back to the Batman set. He's doing great. See, I didn't even know that, so I'm glad to hear this. <laughs> I will spin this off into a Robert Pattinson podcast. <laughs> You're like, and so in this scene, Mulder really looked like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I don't know if this is a fun anecdote, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's a part in here in the beginning when Mulder still thinks that this is aliens. And he's talking about how the, um, what happened to the dads also sometimes happens uh, to cattle that Mm -hmm. frequently they associate kind of cattle mutilations with aliens um, and cattle have like weird kind of things carved into them or, or their blood will have been drained. And I just want to say that I grew up in a rural town and this would happen on one of the farms near me. It was a farm that was also attached to a tiny old decrepit Quaker church that everyone thought was haunted. And sometimes the cows on the farm would unfortunately have some creepy bad stuff happen to them. I was going to say that I'm shocked that I haven't heard this before, but I also can't think of an instance in which you would have brought that up naturally <laughs> without there <laughs> being like a specific reference. Uh, yeah, I to just this. like text you in the morning like, hey, hey, Liam, what's Did up I ever today? tell you? <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be far off um, from our average conversations, but... Yeah, it's not out of line with what I normally text you. But I guess usually it's more it's more current events and less things about from, from your past. I mean, was it aliens attacking these cows? I don't think so. <laughs> but I, when I heard that, I was like, hey, that happened in my hometown. Yeah, I do not have the same experience, so I'm glad that you were able to relate in that way. It's not really fun. It's mostly kind of sad, but... Well, I yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's fair. I'm like, damn, that never happened to me! <laughs> I never saw a cow drained of blood with weird things carved into it. I mean, what, what people thought it was was because it was related. It was... The farmland was right next to this church, and um, there were, like, a lot of stories and myths about kind of, like, occult things happening in that church. So that's what people would think, like, the things happening to the cows were. And maybe it was, or maybe it was just, like, really uh, evil teenagers just, like, causing mayhem. Oddly, I do think... One, if not both, I don't remember how close these two children actually live in this episode. But I think one of them is in San Francisco, which is not far from where I grew up. So they should have been exsanguinating in my town. They should have been. I think that the Eves initially lived very far away from each other. Because that was like That's the what whole I thought. thing of the case. Was that they were two identical girls who didn't know each other, who lived on opposite sides of the countries, and mm-hmm. their dads died in the same way. Which all of that is suspicious. Uh, unless there's like, you know, a 
nationwide issue with exsanguination, but there's not, to my knowledge. I did write down that I thought this was uh, an evil reverse parent trap. It is. It really is. I wish it was Lindsay Lohan. Well, one of the Eves um, was locked up. She was crazy. Mm -hmm. And when we meet her, that's when we realize that the older Eves are clones. But I just want to call out because I saw this and I was like, hmm. The, she, her name is Eve Six. And Eve Six was, I think, a relatively famous band in the 1990s, maybe early 2000s. And I looked it up and they did uh, name themselves after this episode. Wow. That's quite something. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. I don't know what I was expecting you to say. I think I was expecting the opposite, that someone that worked on the X-Files was really into the band Eve 6 and was like, let's use the name Eve, Um, which is way worse. (laughs) Uh, Not as exciting thing, but I I don't know. I wasn't expecting that that to be what what uh, the end of that story was. And I really like it. We could have named our podcast Eve 6. We could be Eve 7. You know what? So how this episode ends is that they realize, obviously, of course, that the girls are bad and and psychos, little tiny psychos. And uh, someone at some point says that, oh, like, whatever, the government took them or something, and they're going to, like, put them in a program that can help them. And that program is them just being locked up with the other Eves. Uh, And I thought that was an indictment on the U.S. prison system. I agree. I think that's that's a great observation. That is pretty much exactly how we handle everything. We're like, no, 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 no. It's all about rehabilitation. Just kidding. Also, the Eve, who is an IVF doctor is somehow let into the prison and allowed to go see them and not treated like another crazy clone. It's like people don't know that she's also a clone. Uh, And I think that we're kind of led to believe that she's maybe going to break them out or help them in a way. So yeah, they get out of the prison system. It is strange that, you know, there are a bunch of, them that look like her she's an adult and there's all the adult eves and she's just allowed in and out and nobody is like is she one of them she should be in here too i guess she's proven herself because she's a medical doctor i feel like we barely talked about Mulder and scully in this yeah, they don't, like, they just don't, they were so dumb in this episode <laughs> for not knowing that these children. You know what, I do have a note that says Mulder in his glasses with a, a bunch of exclamation points. So mm. we, d- we did have that. I guess it's just, you know, there was enough going on that that wasn't number one for you. Yeah, it wasn't. But, uh, you know, Scully has some great fashion in this episode. That's, that's Scully something does. to take note of. Scully really does. Scully has an incredible trench coat uh, Mm -hmm. that I liked in this episode. Yeah, it's purple. It's floor length. It's great. She also wears a very cool baby blue pantsuit 
So mm. it's not a skirt. It's actually pants, which I appreciated. It's, it's such a relief when you see that she's in pants. You're like, thank yeah. God you're being reasonable. <laughs> I mean, she still wears heels with them, but, it, you know, we'll take what we can get. I guess I didn't really convey this because the girls were scary. But I also kind of liked them. I thought mm. they were kind of cool. There's a part where I don't know I don't know who they're talking to, but they're just like very clear and they say in unison, we have no fathers. And that felt very like no gods, no masters, bitch. They know it. They know that they're more powerful than everyone else. And especially when they work together. So they're just like give no shits. They're like, we will go around doing as we please. We fucking dare you to stop us. Yeah. And for the most part, they're right. They can do whatever yeah. they want. They were able to for a long time. I mean, I think I think they should have known that killing their fathers would draw some attention. <laughs> especially because they killed their fathers in the exact same way. Yeah. It's like they wanted to do it so that they could meet because they've somehow been communicating and wow. wanted, you know, to be around each other and, like, couldn't just run away like normal children. They had to drain their fathers of blood. Yeah. We all have our own methods of coping, you know. Yeah. They had to do what they had to do. <laughs> and they did it. And now they get to live out their lives in, you know, this weird prison together. So... Aliens, uh, if you are listening, please, for the love of God, come get us. We are so scared. (laughs) 